was good. Welcome into No Puns Allowed. Paige here with Adam Kramer, who has been hit with the vid and yes. is still doing a podcast this week. So just want to thank you for one, taking one for the team. I couldn't, I couldn't muster up the energy to do it during COVID. So I'm glad that at least one of us is, is stronger than the virus. It was a pretty sheepish uh, can crack, right? I'm, I'm limping, but I feel pretty good. So yes, I have a, a quick COVID. St- Everybody has like a COVID story. A lot of people have a COVID story. So Saturday yes. night, watching great football games, uh, watching UFC, feeling very normal outside of like a few yawns, which was weird, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And around three in the morning, drank a lot, drank a lot, but nothing unusual. had a good time. Three in the morning, (laughs) I wake up with a headache and I'm like, well, shit, we got soccer practice at 8.30 in the morning. Not looking forward to that, right? So in my mind, I'm bracing for a headache. I found it a little strange. Don't usually wake up in the middle of the night with a hangover, right? Um, Yeah. And then by five, it was clear it was not a hangover. So yeah. COVID kicked in, <laughs> test, boom. And yeah, Sunday, Sunday was pretty bad. Like everybody has a different reaction to this. Sunday was pretty brutal. Monday, less brutal. Today, whatever the hell day it is, feel like I'm living in the, like the twilight zone. Uh, actually Wednesday. feel quite normal. I did lose my sense of smell. Actually, this is a, see, I can smell that delicious IPA. Uh, live, but not as clear as I should be able to. So this is my first drink. Yeah, mine was just like dulled down. It wasn't the smell. My like taste was a little dulled down, but I could still taste things. So this doesn't taste the same. It's different for everyone, but basically what we're saying is stay safe out there. It's everywhere, but um, hopefully everyone can have the the Kramer version. Yes. And we're glad you're here. And also there was lots of things to watch this weekend. Oh my God. So I'm sure Saturday, Sunday, the football was so good. So good. Like, we love college football, but we also love yes. NFL. We love all football. We like high school football. But, Paige, like, yeah. that was, like, the greatest collection of two days of professional football I've ever seen. I don't even mean yes. that in a, like, a like as hyperbole. Like, I've been trying to yeah. think of that. That is that Bills-Chiefs game the greatest game you've ever watched? I mean, yes. I, I was losing my mind. And I had no, like stake in the game really i mean i will of course i wanted the bills to win but like i just was such good football to watch and i think um especially after the weekend before when everyone was like oh this isn't necessarily as fun expand the um it was amazing it was amazing but also watching um my team was not amazing during it but the end was amazing that was probably one of the most um stressful I thought like us playing Dallas was stressful but the Niners like pulling it out against Green Bay at Lambeau when they played so bad was just like the most ridiculous whirlwind of emotions I was in like complete shock complete shock I had no words for it I also had gone skiing earlier that day was drinking on the mountain came home to watch that game and man I just was and also I was with my friend who's a Packers fan oh god Um, we are still friends we are still friends. We are still friends. But also the best part was that we were in the room watching and there was like a group of people there and they, oh, the two of so us were like awkward. sitting in front of the TV and they, they all just like couldn't say anything the entire game. And like the two of us are just like losing our mind. 
I have like a bunch of, I just like set my phone up and just like press record. So I have tons of footage of us just like screaming and like jumping up and down and like doing all this stuff. And most of the game is like me like unhappy, like frowning. And then at the end of the game, like the last part of it is like her watching the kick from behind like a blanket. And I'm like sitting in like on the floor, just like freaking out. Um, so yeah, and everyone else just felt a little like they the rest of them were like congratulations after after like, the game. What no the one fuck was did picking. we just see? Yeah. No one yeah, no one and also like everyone was in complete shock because it's like that game was so like talk about like no one wanted to win, it felt like it just was a disaster. But I literally was like, Okay, Jimmy's gonna throw it to the other team at least once. I don't think our offense is gonna score. Like what is happening? Like it just was all all a series of unfortunate events and then it was like oh my god we won the, like uh, to come down to a kick was just wild the narrative all year with the packers is special teams will crush their soul because it's been so bad yeah there was that mason i love kickers so there was that disastrous mason crosby kicking game like all all year and it like it happened. Rarely does a narrative live up like that, like where it literally is like yes. smashing your team over the head with a chair. And congratulations. By the way, I wanted yeah. to say since the San Fran incident on the last pod, I air quoted it because I'm saying it now. I have seen a lot of the online response that this is a thing that I will never yeah. play, say San Fran. I'm air quoting it again. Um People really don't like that. And I had no, no. idea that existed. Uh, San Francisco, I did bet the 49ers to win the Super Bowl this week, by the way. I did you really? I did. Don't I got... get my hopes up. No, I, I – uh, well, A, I like this team. I, you know, I, I like them heading in – like we watched the regular season finale – uh, at, yeah. at the championship, which was a, yeah, a yeah, blast. Yeah. And we were kind of like, hey, why, why the hell not? We were even talking about, it. of course, it's your team. So you're going to think your team can yeah. do it naturally. Um, but like, they've got all the ingredients. It is just wild to see a team just kind of like slither their way through the postseason. I yes. mean, they were really good against Dallas. And then the second half got a little eh. And this game was kind of eh in the elements, but like all the elements are there. Team of Destiny, all that corny stuff, et cetera. Like, why not? Like, it's it's fun run. I, congrats, because it's a – this is one of those postseasons. I had this a couple of times as a Jets fan, very sad, where your expectations have probably been met, I would imagine. So you're kind of like oh, – yeah. you're, you're kind of like a free roll here, which is incredibly fun. I was telling my friends, because the people that I was with this weekend, I'm going to be with actually during Super Bowl weekend, because I'm going to the Waste Management Open in Scottsdale. Godspeed. And we're all watching the Super Bowl together. And I was like, I don't know that I have it in me to watch the Niners lose another Super Bowl. So, like, if they... Like, I'd rather them lose this week than get there and lose because I, I don't know that I personally can handle that because the last time was so dramatic. The other time I was much younger, but still really upset about it. But, like... I like if they're playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, like I don't like my mental stability is going to be so fragile that I just I I wish that I wasn't like this. And I also didn't realize until this weekend how badly I wanted it because I watched like how average they played and the fact that they can like beat these teams while playing average and like they're they're bound to play up to their actual potential yeah. eventually. But it just, like, even having, like, George Kittle be, like, hit in the hands and drop it. Like, I, I was know. like, oh, no. I, I, I was like, this is happening. That hurt me as an Iowa guy. I yeah, was like, what, I was George? like, you know what I mean? So it's it's such a strange, like you said, like, they've met my expectations. Like, probably two months ago, I was like, well, 
I can't watch this team play football anymore. Like, this is frustrating. And so it's it's a weird feeling to be in this situation. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but I have already, like, put them in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, okay, we're going to have to stay calm. It's going to be okay. Like, whatever happens, happens. Like, yeah, trying to give myself that pep talk already. And then I'm just going to be, like, disappointed this weekend or something. I'm See how I'm, like, already doing it? I'm, like, bracing myself for the worst. I'm like, oh, we, we, we probably won't make it to the Super Bowl. I think that's natural for fans, though, to kind of brace for disappointment. Like, Georgia fans have been yes. doing it there, like, in, literally for 41 years. And then they did it for another half and then they felt it like it, 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 it's that way until you break through. I do want to say too, like the quarterbacks, like Jimmy G is kind of the outlier and he's still good, but like mm-hmm. the quarterbacks were nuts. And like Josh Allen, who I actually went back and roll reread the story I did on Josh Allen. So when he was coming out of Wyoming, entering his junior year, I believe it was junior year, the hype got crazy surrounding him. We were one of the mm-hmm. first sites to do a story on him. And then it got weird. And I went out to Laramie and watched a couple of days of practice, talked to him and Bull and like all these guys. And it was like, you know, even then you watched him in practice and it was like, it was wild because the skills were nuts. But he would literally overthrow somebody by like 10 yards on one play and then like do do something spectacular on the other and like I'm reading this story, which we page like we do this, and you're looking for the hype. You're looking for a hyperbole quote, like Josh Allen yeah. could be the te- team to save your franchise, and like he he's the fucking guy. Like he like yeah. it's one of those stories. Not all of them age well. Most of them don't. Um, but he has developed. Like my biggest takeaway, maybe from the weekend, is like, oh my god, Josh Allen is literally a a, a like. The I think he's going to be the face of of not college football but NFL. I think he's the guy. Like I was enamored yeah. with all of the skill sets on display with him. The game was amazing, of course. Overtime rules we could talk about, but like, oh my god, Josh Allen is that dude. Well, and what's so funny is like everybody's been really quick to like label like Pat Mahomes that or Patrick Mahomes that, which rightfully so in what he's shown yeah. us. But he has had his struggles now, and like we've seen that. Although I don't know if you saw his like heart rate thing from today that was like it tracked his heart rate during the game. And like I'm my heart rate's like not even that low when I'm just like chilling out. Like yeah, when I'm so, working, like yeah. my heart rate's probably that high. So like I it was unbelievable. But um I think it's interesting now that the narrative is not just like we have one, we have a couple guys that are really gonna duel it out. Cause I think before we've had like Patrick versus like Tom Brady and like those discussions of like okay see the next goat like all of those things to see the baby goat all of that and I think now it's like okay there's a bunch of guys including Joe Burrow oh my god yeah. um that sure. you know can be the face of it and I will say on the the Jimmy Garoppolo thing somebody asked me this weekend they're like how do you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo and I've been like team Jimmy I was like look he got us to a Super Bowl once like I don't hate him I'm not mad do I think he's like he first of all he's always hurt so I feel like he's not like playing up to his full potential but he makes poor decisions like I knew he was gonna throw a pick at some point in that game and like but again look where we are so like I can't totally be like oh because like you have to have a decent quarterback to make it in the NFL like you can't just have like some Joe Schmo back there um doing it yes so I I I respect that he's gotten us there but I will say the the other three quarterbacks that we just discussed like those young guys like that's that is the future of football, and it's really exciting for all of us that they play for teams too that aren't that weren't necessarily good for years. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I think Garoppolo is like the toughest evaluation in the NFL. A quarterback that is good, that isn't like mm-hmm. transcendent, 
which it's yes. like as a Jets fan, I was thinking about it like, oh, my God, like I would love a franchise quarterback. Like, I don't know if they have one in Zach Wilson, but like if they don't, they're screwed because there are like really they're dudes. There's Herbert out west. Like there are phenomenal yeah. young quarterbacks all over the place and one in their division and Josh Allen, who's going to be a nightmare. And maybe Mac Jones will be that guy. I don't know. I'm just fascinated by it. But also, we have to talk overtime. We have talked yes. college football overtime. And, okay, so let me let me go back to my COVID stupor. Sunday, I didn't really watch. I was in and out of Rams Bucks. I had it on, sweating. I'm just thinking, my God, where have you strayed me, God, with this goddamn COVID? And then, <laughs> and then like take some, take some meds. And so, and then Bill's like, it, it knocked it out of me for a while. It was like, I was coherent and I could watch and I tweeted and I got mad about overtime. I could not help but get mad. Now I am curious. We have not talked about opinions on overtime page. I don't, I, I, I feel bad for the NFL because I don't think there's a really good way to do this. And I am all for like player yeah. safety and limiting reps and everything else. So I endorse that. But if you have a if you have a format where one team who wins will never choose the other side, they will always choose the ball, and you could have a format in an offensively charged time in the sport where the other team doesn't touch it, that seems just very dumb. Simple yeah. as that. Doesn't that seem just dumb to you? Yeah. I mean, I think it it's hard to watch because like you see it in the games over, especially watching like two great offenses play. And then you're like, Oh, you, you just wish that like Josh Allen could have gotten the ball at least once to try and like come back. And I think that is what they probably should do um, in terms of NFL. Like you should, but, and then there's the other side of it. It's like, okay, well like your defense should hold up. This is the pros. Like you should be able to stop it. But I just, I don't know. I would like to at least see at least te- each team have one possession and continue to go from there. But I know they want to limit reps. And I know we went into – this is sort of like with college football because we saw them try and change it to limit reps. And it ended up – like with the extra point situation. And it ended up we got the most overtimes ever this year. So, like, there's no way to really, like – I don't know. There's no way to make everybody happy. But I did appreciate how Josh Allen handled it when he said, like – if that were us, like we would be celebrating too, because you won. Like that's the rule. Oh hell and that's yeah, just the game. I, I Bills fans. Uh, no, excuse me, KC fans got up in my mentions on Sunday, because um, like I was camp, I was campaigning for the Bills, which I wasn't. Like they screw not doing a fucking squib kick with 13 seconds is like galactically yeah. dumb. By the way, you take six or seven seconds. Mahomes is literally on the other side. I mean, galactically dumb. And by the way, incredible for Kansas City when you hear the audio of them working those two plays and the improv. Yeah. Oh my God, that is that is amazing. So Buffalo screwed this thing up, right? We could we could we could have that conversation, but we can also say that a format. There's a reason when we do a coin flip at the start of a game that a team gets the ball. The first half and the other team gets the ball at the second half. There's a reason we don't yeah. do two coin flips, right? Because possessions are hugely important. And we that would be dumb to give the Bills the ball at the start of the game and the ball at halftime. Like, it would be really dumb. And you're right. Yes. I could argue that Kansas City should stop them both times. Because, of course, they can. But an extra possession is, like, it's huge. Like, especially it 60 minutes where everybody's gassed. So, 
I I well, do. Th- they have to look at this, right? Like, there's so much attention yeah. on it. The NFL usually, when one of these things happens, they're going to consider something, and they should consider something. What was so funny about it is that I didn't even re- like. I was so in like college brain that like when I watched that happen, it didn't register to me that like, oh, the game is over because I thought that was an amazing pass, and I was like, wow. And my friend was like, oh my god, it's over. And I was like, wait, it is over. <laughs> like, I think I'm just so used to the college game that I'm not not used to that just being like the dramatic ending that it is um but yeah i think i think there needs to be like each team maybe like i don't know i say put two minutes on the clock for like each team like you get a possession in two minutes you get a possession in two minutes and if it's still tied we do that a couple times and then finally after a certain amount you can do the like has to go for a touchdown or whatever i love Um, that actually that's a great idea that's a i I, like like a two minute drill for each team yeah like basically yeah oh because Could you, you imagine those, the like, stress and the chaos? Like, that's that's yes, a I, that, that's why it's great. I love that. I'm in. I had not seen that. Thank you. I worked is really that, hard on that. Is that your? Because I feel like every playoff format I saw, I think it was Mina Kimes with like the other team can spot the ball if you want the like you could get on the offense, but the other team can spot it. I'm a college guy, so put them on the fifty or the forty. And if you want your yeah. kicker to try like a 55-yard field goal, by the way, the kicking in the NFL is just fucking amazing. It's just – it's wild. It really is wild how good the kicking is. Um, I support – I am I like your idea best. Two-minute drills. You're pro, pro, pro two-minute drill. I just yeah. think because that way too, like it's not a lot of time. You're also not doing it based on no time because this is the NFL. They should be like against a clock. Um yeah, no, I think that's the the best way to go forward. But I think one of the other things that people were really talking about this weekend um, was after the Chiefs win that um, Brittany Mahomes, who is Patrick Mahomes' wife, sprayed champagne outside of her box. Now, if you're not a huge NFL fan or you don't really pay attention to the Chiefs or the NFL in general, people really don't care for her and his brother Jackson yes, because they like attention. Um, I just find this to be really absurd because there are a lot, a lot of things to like get upset about. But like his brother dancing on TikTok on the field, like why do you care? Like why do you care? Like why does that affect you? It doesn't affect him. I think that's the other thing is like, if this was a real issue for him, he would obviously say something to them. He literally doesn't care and is so locked into what he's doing, him being Patrick Mahomes, that, like, I don't think it's a big deal. And I know people were like, oh, the Kansas City fans were probably really cold and they weren't in their box. They were being sprayed to Japan. If my team won probably the greatest football game ever and someone sprayed champagne on me, I could be literally in a hyperthermic <laughs> state and I would not care so that was just like so dramatic that people were like oh i can't believe she would do that she does what she wants it's like what she's not hurting anyone like what is what is people's deal like i understand she tweets about the refs and whatever but like i also think it's really strange that like kelly stafford does this and like has gone on podcasts and like been extremely biased towards her husband and no one blinks an eye but it's only because it's patrick it's only because it's patrick mahomes wife and he's Really, really good. No offense, Matt Stafford, but, uh, <laughs> but like no. he's he's won. He's won. Yes. So people like to hate on the people that are like all the way up there. Everything has been good for her, so we have to find a way to like tear her down. And I also just think it's very strange that people pick on his brother because I'm like, why do you care? Well, he seems. Care? He I understand seems they kind have like annoying. sprayed. St- 
But but again, like that's annoying to you. But like, oh, she's no, not I'm, hurting anybody. No, so why I I, I thought her, her celebration was great. And if I'm getting sprayed by champagne by the quarterback's wife, I'm wife? like, what a what You're a great like, story. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yes, let it rain <laughs> down on me. Like that is that is harmless. <laughs> his his brother his brother just strikes me. It's like it's so. I actually give him credit because the lack of fucks given seems incredibly high. He just is like a content machine and, yes, and it, but I don't know. Like, it, it's people fine. Don't know, people I'm, don't know how difficult that actually is to not give any, any fucks and just put yourself out there. He's probably making a ton of his own money Yes, because he's like putting himself out there and being himself and just doing whatever and not caring. Like people literally record him doing TikToks on the field every single week to troll him on TikTok. And what they don't realize is they're just giving him more like publicity. It's and like, like Jake in Paul this thing. case, Absolutely. Like, yeah, like it's just, I to me, I don't see why it's such a big deal because I think like that's the day and age we live in and like they're capitalizing on being popular and relevant right now. Like, I, and if it doesn't bother Patrick, it doesn't bother me. So like, I, uh, I don't, I just think people like threatening her and like, just well, that's nuts. TMZ writing an article about it. Like, I just think it's stupid. Like that should be a fun thing instead of being like, it's weird that she did that. Cause fans don't like her. I'm the old guy on this pod. That is my assumed role as like the, <laughs> the, the man that's doesn't get the young uh, yes. TikTokers. People need to fucking chill out. It's like it's it, it's like if you don't There's like it, it's made, the too Kramer. many bowl There's games many argument. Well, that too, right? But if you don't like it, then don't watch. Who cares? Like I, it people need something to get mad at. Like you can't just yes. enjoy the pureness of that football game. But again, the champagne thing is awesome. Like yes. if you're fans, that's the fans. Oh. I want to see the fans that said. Um, this, I will never come to a Chiefs game again. They're like, are you kidding me? Yes. This is a story for the rest of my fucking life that I just got sprayed by the champagne. I would love to hear from Chiefs fans and not people making up a narrative because they don't necessarily like Brittany. Um, I love the other thing is, did you see the fan that went up to, um, Travis Kelsey's mom and said, thank you for having him and thank you for giving birth to him. (laughs) Yes. That's amazing. That is amazing. No, I like, there was a college football-y feel for the games and um, yeah. we will have picks by the way we have to close out with picks um, yes. I, I know where one of one of your pick is just saying just, Ooh, yeah we, I'm yeah. not going to put actual money on it but um, okay so let's do some college football stuff although the NFL is very fun my favorite my favorite favorite rumor right now is that Caleb Williams is going to go to Wisconsin um, yes I think it'd be amazing by the way, like yes. I, as as someone who can drive up two hours to Madison, which is a wonderful football town, um, it and I've tried to like dig on this a little bit, and uh-huh. I think it's I think there's some legitimacy to the reporting. I think that nothing has been decided, and they're a team that he's at least considered. That's what I've gotten. I would be shocked if he goes there, though. That's my take. Um, I would be shocked if he goes there. The rumor is that they're hiring someone to their staff that he's connected with. Is there a name of that person? I, I hadn't seen since last night that there was. Yes, I, I had heard that as well. I do not have a name. but Okay, I didn't know if we had confirmed if what that we was, are, that was the rumor. Look, if we are, by the way, with a young running back that weighs 240 pounds, and, I mean, you want to talk about fun? 
if this actually does happen, I'm willing to go down the rabbit hole, even though it won't. Like Wisconsin would like be probably a top five team. Um, actually, would be a top five team in my opinion if they get Caleb Williams. I mean, with that, with the defense at their return. Oh my God! They, I, I, I would get excited about this as a Midwest Big Ten homer. It ain't happening. He's going to go to USC. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that you said that they'd be a top five team, but I also just feel like oh my God, yeah. if you're him, you want to win a national championship and like go where it's going to be a lot easier to get to the national championship. I know that sounds so lame, and also where the money is too. Like Not to say that they won't pay them in Madison, because I'm sure they will, but I just think going to LA makes a little bit more sense and the uh, 12. Well, you know, what is what is most important? Like, let's they've said that NFL development is most important. Russell Wilson, it worked out for him. Uh, Wisconsin quarterback, not exactly a traditional pipeline to NFL stardom. It is what it is. Like, that's just the reality. If you're a running back, a little bit of a different story. So I think that this is someone and a family that it's exhausting their options. Um, yeah. But NFL stardom, NIL stardom, whatever the hell he's looking for, He's going to find it at USC, right? USC, I mean, yeah. that, that's that's where it's going to be. And USC, by the way, in the transfer portal world, and we'll talk a little bit more about transfer portal stuff, but has been crushing it as we thought they might, and they're going to continue yeah. to crush it. So I am – Wisconsin do this thing because I think everyone's reading this headline being like, what the hell? Why would he do that? And um, it's, by the way, here I'm two hours – from Madison, right? So it, it is colder in yeah. Madison. I've got folks, I've got family that lives up there. Today, the low is negative 10 here. That's what our actual negative low is. The feels <sighs> like is negative 20. There were schools closed here today because of how cold it was, not because of snow, but how cold it was. Uh, I drove earlier midday and it was a hot, it, the temperature was three degrees. So it's one of the coldest days of the year and it's probably colder in Madison. Caleb, Buddy. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That you don't have to deal with that. Um, just, I'm in Northern California, but I'm going to look up to see what the temperature is in L.A. right now. I'll bet you it's not negative. I'm going to look up my temp, the actuals. The feels like are incredibly depressed. It is East 72 East. degrees in Los Angeles today. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is right now <laughs> nine degrees here. It feels like negative four. It's so remember how cold it was in Indy? It's like this is that on steroids. But guess what? Tomorrow, you want to know what the high is? Well, tomorrow the high is 31. Wow. Outrageous. So in what any of that, Caleb, you know what to do. But go to Wisconsin because we'll do a story. You could drive up there. Madison's amazing. Speaking we'll of quarterbacks, story. Jackson yes. Dart, are we like, okay. I thought that Jackson Dart would be the guy for Lincoln Riley. When this first happened, because I saw him last year, we watched him. He looked pretty good. And I'm fascinated by this because Oklahoma's in play. Ole Miss is in play. BYU. um, Oklahoma already has their quarterback, we think, and Dylan Gabriel, who looked pretty good. Yeah. Is this a lock for Lane? Doesn't this feel like an Ole Miss, like this is going to happen? Well, it absolutely feels like a lock for Lane, but... I mean, I don't – I, Ole Miss would be so fun. That would be awesome. That would, would be. be, like, the perfect 
like coming of age because you'd get to play one in a really good co- conference. You'd play in an offense that's going to be like play to your strengths. I mean, I would be excited for him. I also like when Ole Miss is good and like fun and exciting. Well, I mean, not to say that they aren't going to be unless. Not only but. not only that. I mean, they've added. They've had a good. I want to look up their full transfer portal additions because they've been like active and good. Um, Lane's been everywhere. Lane's been everywhere. He's tweeting. He's trolling. Gonna coach the uh, Saints, which is amazing. Um, (laughs) That guy just knows how to make content. Oh my god. He just knows how to like everything. How he knows how to make everything about him. Yeah, he's brilliant. Like I love it. But he's he would be team TikTok and team Jackson Mahomes because he gets that when you make content, there's no such thing as bad publicity. You use it to your advantage. No, but I think you know what I think we're seeing in the transfer portal now with quarterbacks is it's it's kind of like free agency in baseball or the NFL where you're going to see where a quarterback goes or a player goes, what the deal is, what the NIL is. Like if I'm Jackson Dart, I do not sign before I see where. Caleb is going because it's yeah. like, and, and truthfully, like he'll probably know what, like it's going to be a package deal. Hey, I'm going to USC and I've got some sponsorship money. Um, and, and also, by the way, I saw, I saw something today on Twitter that Ohio state is going to start helping its athletes facilitate NIL deals. Like not mm-hmm. only is it, it going to like, this going to be allowed. The school is essentially going to build out a program where we're going to, Hey, come yeah. on in Jack. Sorry. We're going to give you, uh, a Nike deal or whatever it's going to be, an NFT, um, mm-hmm. which I find awesome, by the way. But the game yeah. is changing There's fast. There's going to be like brand management departments for these guys, and I think it's going to be really interesting. But I think they'll do it for all athletes. Um, yes. Because people can make money wherever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't – I think this is a – yeah, I think you're right that like a lot of guys are waiting to see who goes where. Because because they want to make the right decision for them, like, overall. And there's some domino effects in this group because there's just so many people in the portal. I don't even think that's just quarterbacks. I think that's in general. No, absolutely. And you ranted about the Mahomes fam, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I've got a rant now. So okay. Jermaine Burton transfers to Alabama from Georgia. Just won a national yes. championship with Georgia. Now he's going to Alabama has eaten shit on Twitter for his decision from Georgia fans, from college football Mm -hmm. fans, saying, how could you do this? Mr. Burton, good fucking choice, sir. Okay? I'm not even saying this. We have a resident Alabama homer here to provide her commentary, which I'm looking forward to. But he is a guy that has flashed in an offense that's got all sorts of weapons, that has never really Mm -hmm. developed quarterbacks, or skill position talent, frankly, Pickens, who could have come back next year after tearing his ACL and having some moments, said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to the NFL because it's time. So if you're Jermaine Burton, you look at Bryce Young, you look at, like, an open situation when it comes to wide receivers, and loyalty doesn't mean shit in college football, nor should it. He's been great for Georgia. He could put up a thousand yard season for Alabama and become one of the best wide receivers in college football, which I think he would have been anyway in an instant. Like I love this for Alabama and I love it for him. Like everybody needs to chill. Let the dude do his thing. Yeah. I mean, I get like the fact that obviously these are very too tightly close um, programs in terms of 
hey, one just actually overtook the other for the first time, and there's a rivalry and all of that stuff. But I think, like you said, there's no loyalty. Like, you see, this was like, we've talked about this for years now, like, having kids sit out, but yet, like, coaches can go immediately to a different school and coach. Like, it's like, all right, if he wants to leave and go and be in a better situation, especially with a better quarterback, then fine. Like, that, it makes sense to do that. And, I mean, it's Alabama. Like, it's like, you can't put something better on your resume than being like, hey, I played at Georgia, and I played at Alabama, and this is how I I did. Like, that's that's setting you up for success for the future. That's just smart. So, it's not working harder, it's working smarter. It's also, if you go back just a couple of years, remember when coaches would say, yeah, you can transfer, but not within the conference, which was so stupid. And so, like, I, I hated that. Because really, yeah, they block people from you block people within the conference from chance, which was dumb. And the fact that that's gone is great. I think that these kind of moves are going to become very normal. Like, I think mm-hmm. these kinds of decisions, we're just going to say it's going to be college football free agency. And that's that. But if you're him and you have Bryce Young and you just said goodbye to 2000 yard wide receivers, their tight end just left in Billingsley to Texas, like. This is like what a perfect situation to step into, and the number potential number one overall pick, Bryce Young, throwing to you, is looking for new targets. I think it's a great. By the way, Alabama is crushed the transfer portal. Nick Saban keeps daring y'all to change the fucking rules because he says like, watch out, what y- y'all want to do this and play like nil yep. whatever. They've landed the best running back, they've landed the best cornerback, and now they've landed like maybe the best transfer wide receiver is certainly one of them mm-hmm. in one cycle, which is phenomenal. Like I, Alabama has crossed this transfer portal. Everybody's going to USC. I know you're resident Alabama Homer. So you're happy about all this, but they are going to be, yes, this is a, this was a, actually a need. This was something Alabama had to address and they addressed it like that. Yeah. And I just think it's funny that people were like, Oh, well, Saban shitting all over this stuff and saying we shouldn't do it. No, he's not saying we shouldn't do it. He literally, it was a warning of like, hey, I'm going to, this is how it is, but I'm going to take advantage of the system. He's he's not going to just not do it for like moral purposes. Like, of course he doesn't love how the transfer portal stuff is set up, but he's going to use it to make his team better. It Fuck around and is. find out. Fuck around yeah. and find out. That is, <laughs> which I love. I hope he actually says that. Uh, he should. One day, yeah, one day I think we will get him maybe saying that. Like, I think as he gets older, I think he'll just be like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to say this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for that day. It'd be the best. Um, Jim Harbaugh is still currently the coach of Michigan. Yes. Um, I I, I just feel like you have to say that. Like, every day it's like, okay, (laughs) is it still there? Um, And also you scared the crap out of me. I think it was this weekend when you texted me and you're like, did you see the tweet? It seemed like a resign. I'm like, what? I was like literally getting off an airplane. And I was like, wait, what? Um, so he's still the coach. You obviously are our resident yes. Jim Harbaugh homer. And yes. you would like him to stay in college football. But like as this goes on, when do you think that we get some form of decision? And I don't know. Do you think it's after the NFL season? Do you think it comes in the next couple of weeks? What do you think happens? Okay, I am. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna accuse you of being the Alabama Homer, which you are, I am yes. kind of the Jim Harbaugh. I am the Jim Harbaugh Homer. So I'm writing about this because I, I actually am fascinated. It's gone really quiet on the rumor mill front, and I think honestly, 
the ball is in Harbaugh's court. He's still recruiting. He's losing his defensive coordinator, by the way. This happened a couple, like, it looked like an hour or two before we record the pod to the Ravens. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, also losing him to his brother. They, they do this. They trade coaches every once in a while, which is strange. But I wonder what that means, if anything, right? So so that that's the first yeah. bit of, like, domino that we've had. I have been hesitating to write on Jim Harbaugh. Uh, which we're going to do, and it will be out. Yeah, we've discussed by the time people, it. We're like, do we do this? By the time it gets out, like, watch tomorrow, there's going to be a decision, and we're going to be like, Yeah. <laughs> so by the time you listen to this, it's out. Go to Bleachport, read it, uh, where yeah. I gush over Jim Harbaugh. But I, I think college football would really miss him. And this is kind of the verbal synopsis of the story. I love personalities, right? And I don't know if there's a more polarizing figure in college football. Lane mm -hmm. Kiffin, maybe, but Lane Kiffin's kind of likable now. Right. Like who who is more generates more strong responses like who yeah. like people are rarely like, yeah, I'm kind of indifferent about Jim Harbaugh. You either love him. <laughs> no, or you, hate someone, him. you have an opinion either way. You have an opinion on Jim Harbaugh. And I think that's great for the sport. And I think his quirkiness, dude, squatting in khakis this week on in a, at a high school to impress high school kids. I guess I love the fact that he is just genuinely him and kind of a weirdo, and it's not an act. It's who he is. Guy drinks milk with steak, right? Had a sleepover at a kid's house, a kicker's house, to land him. I mean, his list is long, and um, I I would miss him if he left. Also, I think Michigan would be in some shit. This is not the time to be hiring a coach. You know no. that they've got contingency plans in place already. They've probably talked to people to gauge interest, but... You talk about staff over you talk about transfer portal then like what happens yeah, to your roster it it would be a mess if he leaves so Michigan's got an offer clearly in place I I think this is really everybody kind of figuring out what he wants to do and um but also Paige like I wonder too if you're Michigan does this become like the David Shaw thing from 5 years ago every year we're going to ask is this the year he leaves which we did for Harbaugh for the first few years. It feels like we're going to end up yeah. back there if this isn't the year. Yeah. I, I Yeah, we are going to end up back. Like, when does he leave? Because it's going to be like he's worth getting for somebody at this point now. Um, and I think because of how Michigan played over the last couple of years, not including this one, that it was easier to be like, okay, when is he going to get fired? And yes. we need him out. Um, and now it's going to be like, when will he leave? It's sort of like with Lincoln Riley. Like, when is he going? Like, he made the, the playoff, and yeah, he didn't win playoff games, but he was like, when is he going to the NFL? Like, he's for sure going to the NFL. So I I definitely think we'll continue to talk about him, whether he – I think also, like, as a guy who's done college, NFL college, like, we will have that – even if he goes to the NFL, it'll be like, when's he going back to college, you know? It's... Even though Michigan was the place for him to be, um, considering his ties there. But, yeah, it's it, – I don't – What I've a situation, though. Well, what a situation like he's going to have a $60 million plus contract regardless of what he does, I assume. Right. If if the going rate of college football contracts is getting out of control, so they cut his pay. Yeah. And now he's probably got at least a seven or an eight year deal at Michigan on the table, because that if you're going to hire a marquee coach, that's what you're going to do. And if you're yeah. Jim Harbaugh's agent, you look at Michigan State, Mel Tucker and say, I want that. And if it is the Raiders or the Vikings and the Raiders are the connection because of the Davis connection, it was the first team to hire him. 
Um, They just gave a coach not terribly long ago, 10 years, a hundred million. So he's in a prime spot. And I will say this lastly, I could talk about Jim Harbaugh forever, but I did write about this a lot. If he says, kiss my ass to Michigan, I will not blame him one bit. We agonize over every result. Every failure has been like highlighted. And um, if he just says, I'm going to go coach in Vegas, which just seems like an odd pairing, by the way, him in Vegas. I don't know. Not, not a great Vegas companion. I like him, but no, no. no. Uh, Which actually could be what they need considering all the trouble that people have gotten in Vegas. A guy that drinks milk with steak. It's awful. Drinks milk with steak. Good Lord. Big Um, ass glass of milk. That's just weird. I haven't had milk, like a gla- a real glass of milk. I guess I also because I'm lactose intolerant. But I did not know like, that. Yeah. Did I mean, I ignore it. it. Like most lactose intolerant people. Uh, probably because I drank so much milk and had dairy so much as a kid that I, I just like forced myself into this. But when oddly, I was in college, literally it happened. I was like, I can't eat any of this stuff. And I went to the doctor. like, yeah, you're lactose intolerant. I'm like, awesome. Like, cool. Um, weirdly, sorry. Back to COVID. Um, yes. I had a craving for milk with COVID. I had like, I poured myself a Harbaugh glass of milk, like Harbaugh-ian. with dinner. Like, I mean, it was like, like, like cartoonishly. Oh, I haven't eaten like anything good, like scraps. I had okay. like fucking couscous last night. And I could barely taste it. It's been, milk has been like, oh. I'm running on milk oh, and this IPA. That is, that is not, hilarious. All I could eat when I had COVID was um, quesadillas. Taquitos and Dino Nuggets. Those were the only things that like I could actually like stomach because I also lost my appetite. That was like a big thing for me. So I was like forcing myself to eat things, and those were like the three things for like five days that I could eat and get myself to like take bites of. Fucking love Dino Nuggets. That is the, Dino Nuggets. I was Dino just gonna Nuggets say we need to talk about how those are superior, superior childhood, but also for we, adults. We, uh, our kids are will not eat any other nugget. Of any kind. This is a yeah. dino nugget household. And yes, when I'm I, heating those fuckers up, best believe there's an extra two or three in there that are uh, yes. like leftover yes. dino nuggets. Do you guys have an air fryer? Yes, we do. Okay, put them in the air fryer. That is the move, okay? That, because <laughs> I I think I told you this story how like during COVID, my brother was like home from college and he, I was like, I'm just going to put in the microwave. I'm too lazy to put in the air fryer. He's like, no, like, let me make them for you in the air fryer. Like, you can't eat them. Like, once you've had them in the air fryer, you can't put them back in the microwave. You have to have them air fried. How That's long How long are fry. we air frying, by the way? I, I don't, I'd have to ask him, but I don't think it was that long. I honestly think it's like five minutes. That's my only problem is the proper cooking of dino nuggets with kids, too. It's like microwave They're is hot, a go-to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me, I, I understand. Um, no, I'll, I'll sync with him and send you a text okay, on, I'm in. on I, what the, the proper air fryer etiquette is. I just got a text about dinner, which is what are we ordering, which is getting to the point that we it's a dino nugget or bust kind of evening of food. Um, I have an app. I kind of have a sense of smell. This is an interesting moment. Maybe sushi. I feel like I'm free. Finally, it's just like a welcome back yes. to civilization meal. I've had this beer, um, which actually tasted pretty good. Probably a gateway to more beer free of COVID. Um, so I have to figure that thing out. But signing day, you wrote this. We have our, our we have our doc that basically says, holy shit, signing day is next week. I didn't even know this. I'm being fully transparent. 
Is this even a thing anymore? The first one's so in February. Yeah, but that's what the the good one is done. This is the leftover signing day. Like cold pizza of signing day. Cold pizza is so good though. It's still delicious. How dare you? I know. How that was a bad you? it was a bad example. That like, was a bad comparison. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So um they need to, we already ranted about this, but they need to do one signing day because this used to be one of my favorite days of the year and it's been completely, completely limited by what they've done to change this. And I hope it, that does page seem like it's gaining momentum that they're going to address signing day yeah. once and for all this off season. I'd be shocked make, if it's not different next year. Probably um, make the, the, the old signing day great again. Like make the first Wednesday of February great again. That's a t-shirt. That's my campaign. That is a t-shirt. We gotta no make make old signing day great again. I we could sell I don't Especially know at least with, like, eight shirts. This would also like open it up for one kids to not have to worry about people coming in the transfer portal and going to places that they signed with in December. But two, it would leave an opportunity for like nil deals to announce like i also was thinking about that with caleb um i didn't mention this before but like if i'm him like i'm selling my announcement in some capacity oh like, like my announcement decision is always, like, style are sponsored yeah it's so easy like That's so easy idea. to do like i just like totally sell your announcement and i think kids could do that and we could have like a really fun day of like nil stuff that would I, be on national signing day that's a good idea you like I, thank you i decision? honestly should have gone into like branding of some sort um maybe you know what maybe i'll go to law school with my brother and become an agent just be like a college kid nil no, person i mean there's going to be can you imagine like and you are a good person so you will actually have the best interests of people thank in you. mind yes. we need more people like you to infiltrate <laughs> nil because there will be the, the the snake oil salesman will also pop out of the weeds yes. and try to take advantage of it. But, well, that's that's the path that I think my brother would like to go down, um, and he is a good person as well. So I'm hoping that um, that benefits him in the long run. I, I, um, I, I will say one National Signing Day thing that's always interesting in like the new era of college football, as long as this exists, is – Coaches in their first cycle, it's not even, they, they call it like year zero, basically. If you're Brian Kelly or Billy Napier or Mario Cristobal, it's, this is like you've had like a month and a half to put together a recruiting class or flip somebody. And yes. I'm always interested to see how that works out, right? Like, can you land a recruit and get some momentum? Year zero, it's really an unfair situation for these coaches. You can't judge Billy Napier based on what he does for Florida right now. But we will. And so I'm always interested to see who actually we absolutely will, especially has some momentum. Report. There will be oh, yeah. some articles that say <laughs> ranking I, all the things. The funny part is that people read it. Like even last year I was looking at numbers of like reads on like ranking the, the top recruiting classes after this signing day. And it still was like hundreds of thousands of people care. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I just need – I got an alert on my phone uh, that I want to read to you. Oh, boy. Um, Jamar Chase – said that Les Miles told him he couldn't play receiver when he was coming out of high school and thought he could play, only play cornerback. That is hilarious. Sorry, I needed to, I got it, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, Man, I got to say, you know, I, I my this is the least of the Les Miles problems these days. 
Yes. That, that man has not aged well, which is a, which is a shame because I love me some less. Uh, we we had great content moments with less, but yes. less among other more serious situations. That's not great. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You. It looks like you dabbed. Uh, just there. Like, <laughs> like that's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. dad thing to say. Like the dab I, is so dead and gone, and I, <laughs> Kramer's I, like, "You look like you dabbed." I'm no, sorry. no, no, I'm no. Sorry. I through and through. I will be the <laughs> I'm old. Probably you know what that is. Yeah, the dab. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? My kids still love it. Like that's I'm that guy. I'm the I'm the dab guy. Um, the dab dad. But that's bad, right? Jamar Chase is cornerback. This was you. You that's hear horrible. like we've done. Yeah, that's um. Because you watch him run the football, like you watch him catch and run in the NFL, and he looks like the best wide receiver in the NFL. Like in the open so field, ridiculous. I will take him over literally any other wide out, maybe not Tyreek Hill, but yeah, either way, less. Yeah, but still, J- Jamar is special, and less. I'm really sorry. That's actually pretty terrible. All right. So we transition. We're going to end with picks, but before we do, this is a new okay. segment. That I just put in there because I'm watching a lot of fucking TV. But, <laughs> Literally but, right before we logged on. Luckily, I'm prepared. I, it's a new segment that you have no idea we were doing, which is what I'm watching. Okay, so the good thing about getting COVID, Paige, I think I've watched more TV, non-sports edition, than I have yes. in like the last year. I watched okay. the entire season of Ozark, the entire new season of Ozark. I watched all of it. There's only seven episodes. Have you watched Ozark? I've never seen Ozark. My parents are big Ozark people. I think it's it's kind of scary, right? It's it's awesome. It's like suspenseful. It's dark. And it's like suspenseful. Dark. It's intense. Yeah, no. But I gotta say that new season, uh, and they're Sopranosing it, so they're like breaking up one season basically into two, more or less. Like I get it. Phenomenal, excellent. Okay. I have started Yellowstone as oh, well. Yes. Oh. So I finished the first season. Where where are you at? I finished the first season of Yellowstone. Um, Okay. I love this show. However, I cannot keep up like with the general like madness of uh, like circumstances. Like they're just driving down a street and a trailer explodes or you're driving down the street and there's a meth van like, oh, okay. Like so or you're pumping gas and you get. Try to get stabbed. Um, I love it, though, by the way, all the way in. It's it gets a little bit less. I don't know. It's like stories develop. I think those things are needed to, like, show the, like, environment and, like, the hostility that is there in in so many different dynamics involved. Um, And it gets better as it goes on in terms because, like, I'm not someone who loves, like, thing. I'm, like, pretty squeamish. And so, like when like I actually was watching season one with my friends this weekend because they started it and I was like yeah sure we can watch it and I forgot and there was like a moment where something was supposed to happen I went because oh, I remembered exactly what was about to happen and I like completely closed my eyes it was like someone getting like stabbed with a fence pole and I just remember oh, being yeah. like oh, and I totally spoiled it for them because I was like I, I remember I, I forgot how much that happened and it continues on to to do a lot of that stuff but like there's more more storyline and more intense storylines. I also, it kind of reminds me of Game of Thrones or like a Peaky Blinders, like where you should probably watch with subtitles because yes, it just I helps have. you catch everything. Like it just helps you catch everything because there's so much going on. Um, but it's a fantastic show. I recommend it to everyone. Even if like, because some people be like, I don't really like cowboy things. I'm like, no, 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 no. 
This is not that. This is, I mean, it is. And you'll want to move to Montana, but like, or maybe not really. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a good show. I love Yellowstone. Love huge Yellowstone yeah, I am, fan. I am binging. It is excellent. Um, it, no, it's really good. And then the last one is Righteous Gemstones on um, HBO. With okay, uh, I mean, just like essentially having its crack at like these pop up churches that are just driving. You know, t- I don't know if you've watched this or not. Yes. It is. I have not seen it. Really good. I mean, the new season is phenomenal. Like, the acting is phenomenal. That is what I've been catching up on. Um, oh, yeah. But but I've got I've got some work to do on, like, when I have a show to binge page, like, it's a problem. Like, I have, like, an addiction problem, especially in the off season. Like, it's, I'm going to finish this Harbaugh story tonight, and then it's crack the knuckles. Back maybe. To- yeah, back in. Like, that's the plan. I... I used to be like that for some reason last, like, I think maybe because COVID, like, I binged a lot of stuff at, like, the beginning of COVID that, like, I, and, like, lockdown, that, like, I have such a hard time, like, there are shows that, like, the second seasons have come out that I've seen, like, Cheer or, like, Selling Sunset, which are probably not shows you watch, it's a lot of reality stuff on Netflix, and I just, like, can't get into watching the new seasons of them. And I just, like, haven't been good. Like, even, like, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, like, I have not watched in a while. Um, even Real Housewives. Those are all reality TV shows that I love. On my TV. But, like, can't not get my into. TV, but yes. I um, I did just watch the new sitcom How I Met Your Father, which is, like, a spinoff yeah. of How I Met Your Mother. And I loved How I Met Your Mother. And I love Hilary Duff. Obviously, Lizzie McGuire. That's my time. Um, and. And it was actually really good. I haven't been into, like, a sitcom. Like, I mean, obviously, I watch Friends over and over again. But I haven't been into, like, a Friends-type sitcom in a while. And I don't feel like they've done a lot of great ones. I mean, someone is going to tweet me and be like, you're absolutely wrong. There's been plenty. Um, But this one, like, very much, it didn't seem forced. I feel like a lot of, like, reboots or spinoffs have been, like, very forced because that's been, like, the thing to do. Um... And I actually really, really enjoyed it. So that one's on Hulu, and it's actually okay. pretty good. So How I Met Your Father is, like, a good... I also, like, don't... I I can't watch, like, scary or intense things. Because usually I watch, like, after sports are over before I go to bed. And if I watch, like, an Ozarks, like, I will dream about being in the show. Like, Yellowstone, I watch pretty much during, like, the day. Like, early afternoon. I'll be like, okay, I'll be doing emails. <laughs> I have to watch during the day. I cannot watch at night. I'm afraid of everything. There's like a noise and I'm like, someone's breaking into my house. This is it. I'm done. I'm cooked. I'm cooked. This is, this is very normal. I am a, like anyone who had listened to our, my old podcast knows, like I'm like terrified of someone breaking into my house. Like I, I hear one noise and I think it, so I cannot watch shows. I can't watch like, you know how people love like true crime podcasts? I yes. absolutely cannot listen to that because I will have dreams that I am that person that was murdered. In some capacity. I cannot do it. People are like, oh, I love true crime. I'm like, nope. My friends will text in our group chat and be like, oh, there's this new show. Paige, you won't like it, though. Like, because they know that I just, like, cannot watch those things. So that's my little, like, TV rant. That's I, why I that's watch a, a lot of reality TV show. Um, by the way, when you had COVID, did you have a bunch of fucked up weird dreams? Like? Yes, but it was only the night that I had the fever. But other than that, I didn't. I, have I slept, had like, really dreams. hard the other nights. Fuck. Like, weird, like, just random, weird, waking up, like, looking around at my bearings, like, good, like, and th- this seems to be a thing with people. Like, this seems to be, I've asked people that I've worked with, because pretty much everybody has it, it's like, oh, yeah, 
first two nights, kind of the same thing you said. When I had the fever and everything else, it's been a weird night. Like, a couple of weird... I'm hoping to, like, this will, will help with some of that, maybe. A See, few that would days. make... If I drink wine, I have really weird dreams. Like, without a doubt, like, wine drunk page going to COVID sleep is, like, wine. a bad idea. Um, oh, I... I would have been bad off, but let's make some picks. Speaking of, we, we by the way, so show. so here is here. Oh boy, that is shiny now with my new lighting. Stick your hand behind it, like you're uh, like like this, well, like. Some, well, well, all right, you're failing. Is this a TikTok thing? For, whatever, it's called Long Snapper Indie IPA. It's called Long <laughs> Snapper. There's a there's a Long Snapper guy snapping a ball off of a car hood. This Love is a it. local Where's beer. It? Where's it brewed? This is oh, local. local. This is Mundelein, Illinois. Um, so this is one of I've our. I've always wondered how to say that, by the way. <laughs> Mundelein. Because I, yeah. Mundelein. I think yes. I called it. I think I think that's what I called yes. it. Yes. Mundel, Illinois. So Mundelein. yes, long okay. snapper felt fitting. This was mm-hmm. uh, yes left at my house on Saturday night, and it's actually pretty good. So, but we have to make picks. So. I will start. We will start, of course, with the NFC game. No, let's end with the NFC game because that's the fun. So let's go AFC. Cincinnati, Kansas City. The t- the total now fifty four and a half. Pretty consistent. Spread is seven. It looks like there's a seven and a half on the board. What do you think? Oh, uh, these these are both so hard for me to pick because I have a heart pick in both of these. Oh boy. Um. Oh, what did you say the total points it's were? It's fifty four and a half, which is a big old college football y total. That's a that in the NFL, that's a that's a monstrous total, quite honestly. That's you rarely But that, it's also it, it opened at fifty one. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it's it doesn't feel off. It just feels all right, well look, I'm gonna take Kansas City. I love Joey yeah. B and I know you love Joey B. I no, I think you're gonna take them with the points. I'm going to lay the points. I, I don't like seven and a half. I'll get them at seven. Um, okay. I, now, these two teams played, and Cincinnati won, but what was like most striking in that game was like the ball control. Like Kansas City, I feel like, didn't have the football at all. I remember this. I was playing Patrick Mahomes in fantasy, and he threw like, what, like three first quarter touchdowns. It was wild. And then Cincinnati just like dominated uh, time of possession and kept it out of his hands. I, I really think. Uh, not to get all football-y, but like Cincinnati's O line is a problem. Oh yeah. It's a it's a problem, and I think it will be again. Uh, I like Kansas City in this game. Cincinnati's been unbelievable, and they could be game in this spot. But I think I think Kansas City's going to ride the wave of the other night and and probably win and cover this game. So I'll take the Bengals with the points. That's right. We got to get I, after I this think the, And I think the 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 Chiefs win, but also like thinking about. Oh God! Thinking the idea of a Niners <laughs> Chiefs oh. Super Bowl again just really just conflicted. I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I'm gonna be like, Mm-mm, you know what? It's okay. Let's just pass. Pass. The trauma gonna... of the last one has not has not left. I'm still working uh, through it with my therapist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. No. But that would be the ultimate. And the way the season has gone, you may get it. So San Francisco. San Francisco. Francisco. LA Rams. I'm never going to do it the again. The Niners, the 49ers. The Niners. And yeah, oh. whatever I said, you were just not having any of it. Uh I all mean, right, so the producer Matt is our also from the Bay Area and he was like, "Kramer, no." I well, no, and then everybody on Twitter is like, "I had never heard this in my entire life." And then I just felt like I was being well, scolded. I know. 
That's fair. I'm a mis- Midwest know, guy. You know. Yeah, for, I do know. 46 is the total, which is interesting. And uh, Rams, three and a half point favorite. So. I think the under. I like the under too. I, I like the under too. I'm I think an the over Rick, person. Well, I think the 49ers are going to ugly up this game again. Like, that's their brand. It's been working. I think they're going to win, though. Like, I, I really do. Like, I'm so glad you have faith. I just I don't do. Know. Well, they, the other thing, at some point, like this blowing of leads. So we saw it in Indy. They blew that lead against this very oh, team. Oh, yeah, the Rams. Yeah. Like, they, they this is sort of becoming a thing. <laughs> the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. That was wild. That was wild. I sort Brady. of wanted the Bucks to win at that point. I did too. No, I, I, well, I think it's just hilarious when Brady, like I, this voodoo magic shit that he's been pulling for 20 years is unbelievable. I can only tip my cap at some point. Uh, all right. So you're, uh, we're both under and obviously 49ers. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to take mean, the Niners. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put money on it, but if I were gambling, I would put money on it. All right. Well, I hope these games are like close to what we saw because we're running out of football and that makes me kind of sad. Um, I'm so that, stressed thinking about that game. I'm already like my heart just like it's too much. It's really too much. I don't know why I, this is just a, a theme, just caring this much about these teams. What do you drink during this kind of game? What's your go to drink of choice? Um, great question. So I usually wait to start drinking until after it started. Um, because that can determine like and here's why actually. Speaking of trauma sure. from that Super Bowl. I started drinking vodka before the game started. I think I was drinking like vodka sodas. I was trying to be skinny. Um I was drinking vodka sodas. <laughs> it was in that phase. And or maybe even vodka waters, okay? It yeah. was that bad. And I was so drunk by the time it was the first, like by, by the end of the first half, because I was like, "We're winning! This is it! Like we're winning the Super Bowl! Let's go! We've got champagne for later! Like this is the best!" And then losing when that happens is like quite painful. Although during this last game, um, my friend and I made a bet that like whoever was leading at each half, essentially, we were gonna do quarters, but they were like, "What if someone's losing the entire game? Like that's..." four tequila shots um so we did shots for whoever was losing during whatever half so i had to take a tequila shot um the first half i think because well no because it was tied too so then we like took other tequila shots really got really was just like her husband being like you guys should probably drink another tequila shot to chill out um (laughs) but i i think for this weekend let's see what time is the game uh, that is the late game, right? So that is at 6.40 Eastern. Time. Oh, I will have started drinking before then. Um. So, <laughs> yes. 6.40, so that's what, 3.40 on, yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's, that's, it's not late. So I will, I'll probably wait to see how the first, like, quarter goes. And then if I had to guess, it's not going to be, it's going to be a hard alcohol. It'll probably be, if I had to guess, it's probably tequila. So we'll probably go tequila- and Tequila Page is pretty entertaining on Twitter, not going to lie. Um, she, I crack myself up. It's like a complete... That's my, like, alter ego is literally Tequila Page because she's just very carefree. Wine Page is a little bit feistier. 
um, more dramatic. This is, this is looser, relaxed. Um, yes. Calming, although I don't know this how is... calm this will be, but yes. Oh, I, yeah, I won't be calm. But also the fact that I'll be... I'm glad last week I wasn't with my mom because this week I will be with my mom watching this game and she riles me up equally as much. Oh, um, also, I don't... He, I hope he doesn't... I'm sure he... I'll... He usually listens a day late, my brother, but my brother's a Packers fan as well, and he was talking major shit to my family, and so my mom is sending him, like, Niner stuff this week to rub it in, um, so that he's receiving that in the mail. We take no prisoners in this family. You, if you're going to talk your shit, you better be ready to back it up. Like, we talk a lot of shit in this family when it comes to sports. It is, like, next well, level. after last um, week, you just have to wear it, literally wear it, I guess, but you have yes. no choice but to wear it. Yes, um, so um, he's going to well, get trolled speed. a little bit, which is going to be entertaining. But yeah, I mean, we'll, I will obviously um, keep me in your thoughts and prayers watching. The I will game, no, um, and I'll and I will be refreshing the Twitter timeline now too to see which uh, version of Paige we get based off <laughs> of uh, what's going on on the field. Um, okay, oh, well that th- no, that's good. All right, so maybe by next week we know where Caleb Williams is playing. Yes. Maybe by next we know where Jim Harbaugh is coaching. coaching. Jackson Dart. We got a lot of other um, transfer portal stuff. We got NFL stuff. We got recruiting stuff. Hopefully I'll find. Hopefully I'm not done with Yellowstone. If so, that's going to be bad. I need that's to pace myself. Concerning. It's a lot. Yeah. They're long episodes. They are long episodes. It's a. It's a. It's a. A lot. So, tons to get to. Good luck with your team, the San Francisco 49ers football team, and we will talk to you guys. <laughs> next week.